You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy is Dominican, you know, Vladimir Camayo. My cool man from the county of D, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! Happy New Year! 2015. We in the conversations. Yeah. Get now. On my right hand side. El Fuerte, Vladimir Camaño. Oh, shit. On the left hand side. I am Ali. Oh, oh, oh we got the Trinity back. Back in the middle. Oh, shit. We're running the triangle offense. No Our doubt. powers combined. Yeah, shout out to Phil Jackson and them bum ass Knicks. Uh, it's the reconstruction period, man. Yeah, that's what they call it. They've been reconstructing uh-huh. for a long time. Got to deconstruct the reconstruct. Man, listen, somebody said got to gut that somebody bitch said out. TD Jakes is going to coach uh, starting soon. He need to just pray in the huddle with him. I mean, but you know, okay, yeah, I mean, I, but anyway, let's not even get into that. <laughs> let's not start on a bad note. Yeah, man. Y'all mad? Nah, who me? Yeah. I don't even, listen, man. I'm a casual fan, so I can care less. But I'm saying, I mean, you, 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 you upset for that? Oh, we start talking about the Knicks. It's gonna dampen the mood. You know what I'm saying, but you upset about the trade? I'm also. I mean, I'm a. It's bad to see Shump go. Yeah, I don't know. And I just feel like I don't know. We'll talk about it off air. Talk about well, it. Right I mean, now. we right it's here. We in, we in the conversation. It's New York City, baby. I don't know, man. I just I'm, I'm a disgruntled, disgruntled sports fan in general. That's what I'm saying. I'm not really. I'm similar to D. I'm not the biggest sports dude. I ain't no sports fan. I, I'm casual. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Who, who else was in there? Shumper. I'm just sad over Stuart Scott. That's what got me down. Oh uh, yeah, rest in peace, Stuart Scott. You know, I like that deflection. Damn, you ain't even let that man rest in <laughs> peace. Live. For real. Hold on, let's do it again. Rest in peace, Stuart, Stuart Scott. That's some rest in peace, Stuart Scott. Right. Now, that's a better way. You can't deflect the original question. No, you actually, I'm down. You know, I'm down about, you know, Knicks. I'm down about Stuart Scott. I ask you about the Knicks. Knicks are part of my downness. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a general downness, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So. Uh, yeah. Well, he doing good, though, without LeBron. They doing all right. They doing better, you know. They doing better than Cleveland. I don't even know why we trying to venture into a sports conversation. I don't this ain't know. No sports <laughs> podcast, and I definitely. Ain't got I mean, it's it's sports but season. Two more minutes it's of sports, sports season is about to be. You know, it's the playoffs. You Super know, what Bowl All Star coming in New it's York the, City. The college uh, championship coming. All Star coming in New York City. Mm. Full fledged NBA season coming up real good. Yeah, you know it's black. This is black sports. This NFL is, playoffs. This is the biggest moment in black sports. Yeah, this time right of year. around Black History Month, that's where it culminate. Oh well, now the Super Bowl will be over by that point. You, you know, know what I'm saying this, this everything. I lose interest in sports because to me it's too cyclical. It, yeah. happen, it happens every year. It's like it's, it's like all right, then again, then the same thing, the same thing. It just repeats itself endlessly. Ain't that how most of life that's is? Life. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I feel like you know. The sun comes up every morning. Nah. The moon comes out. 
I just don't get all deep into it when you start talking. Like you, like I'm a casual sports sports fan, so when I talk to people that are real deal sports fans, like it goes zero to a hundred super fast. Right, right. But right. what about this? And then you know, and then you know, he only scoring X amount of points. And then the, you know, back in college, he was doing this, and they start talking all the stat talk and shit. I I tap out, say lie. And I just man. I hate getting into arguments with people when they start getting like they start doing character assassinations, like you know, like for example, it'd be like Carmelo's trash. Uh-huh. Like first of all, dude. He's an elite player. You're just sitting at home watching this guy play. Yeah. Yeah, you're in no position to call somebody trash. Well, you know, that's the, what... That's the what, zealots, man. That's what fans you can't, can't get into that. It's the sports, religion of sports, man. Yeah. yeah. Carmelo's a beast, regardless of what people say. But we back. We are All back. three of us, nobody got traded. Nah, man. You know what I'm <laughs> I was concerned. I was concerned. <laughs> I was concerned when y'all didn't let me call in. I was like, oh, hey, man. Uh, woo, you was out in the streets, brother. Up, you was out in the streets. We didn't even know you wasn't going to be here. We had <laughs> to call you to find I, out you nah, wasn't going to be here. I told y'all I was going to be in the, in the A. Man. Oh, you wasn't here the week before. I told yeah. Vlad. Oh, okay. Well, the <laughs> communication is terrible here. <laughs> anyway, we here. Shout out to Chris in the building. Flannery. You know what I mean? Sad. Happy New Jersey, everybody. Oh, shit. What'd you guys do for New Year's? Chill. Relax. There you go. Did nothing. Watch TV. That was it. You watched the ball drop? Uh, I saw it. Yeah, I saw the ball drop. You know what I mean? I watched the ball drop and the Pelican drop. Well, Ali, you were, you were in the A for New Year's, right? I was, no, I was in Florida. How was I that? What you guys doing? In the warm weather? Pensacola. What you doing? I said, you see Peach drop? Chilling, man. I was watching... Um, Watching the shit on the TV with the fam, you know what I'm saying? The kids running around, having a great time. It was good, good business. That's the last, I've been doing that the last three, four years. Same routine. How eat far, how eat far? real good and let the kids enjoy each other, you know what I'm saying? The cousins and the aunts and the uncles enjoy each other. The Pensacola, is that like close to where you're, 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 you didn't grow up in Pensacola, right? No, nah, I didn't grow up nowhere yeah. near Pensacola. I so that was just more so for the new year? No, no, my dad moved to... A city outside of Pensacola. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, that was in recent years. In recent years. You know what I'm saying? He um, He's moved to Pensacola. So that's a recent journey we take every year. That's what's up. Shout out to Roy Jones. Yeah, I seen him in the Walmart up there. <laughs> the boxing? <laughs> the mainstay. He from Pensacola. Yeah, right? he, from, he the man out there. Yeah. He was working at Walmart? Nah, nah. He was Y'all shopping. Y'all must forgot. Oh. Was, well, Roy Jones would come in here and slap you in the head with a, with a pocket full of hundreds. Y'all he must have <laughs> forgot. Remember when Roy was spitting back in the yeah, day? But, Roy had that hey, record. We had that show with Roy Jones, and he had just got knocked out like the week before. He threw out all that money to the yard fest? Yeah, and, uh, and they, everybody was, they was trying to boom he came out there and threw all that money in the air and turned the situation around real quick. Fans are so that fickle. Used to be a, that used to be a hip-hop go-to. You don't <laughs> see that, that. I see it resurging every so often. Hip-hop, that used to be part of the hip-hop show just to throw money into the crowd and watch the crowd go crazy for about $60 in, in ones. In ones. But it would have the crowd live. I, mean, I, seen, I seen Biggie throw like $60 in ones <laughs> at the Garden. It had to be about maybe $200 in ones. I mean, literally the seven rows of people read up to try to catch a dollar. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. Yeah. And money. Because Mayweather does it on a higher level. Though. Mayweather be doing like thousands. But that's in a club, in uh, a strip club. You're talking about just a concert. A, just yeah, regular just a people. random concert moment where money ain't supposed to be flying in the air. It's just poof. You gotta, you gotta. It's, a, it's about with your, with your, uh, your integrity. There was an article one time with Tank. You know Tank, the R and B artist. Yeah. yeah. He was trying to do that, but he didn't have money in his wallet, so he had to go to his man and the the band get cash from him, and then he did it. And he, uh, oh, 
Hilarious. How do you hold money, throw up money in your wallet? No, he went to his wallet to get some cash, and he didn't have any. So he went to his man in the band, like, yo, let me get a couple dollars. To, to throw in the air? To throw in, it was either throwing in the air or he was trying to do something with cash, but he didn't have oh, money on it. I hope he wasn't okay. just throwing a couple oh, dollars. Yeah, yeah, and it was just hilarious to hear him go. Because you don't pull a throw up money out your wallet. Throw up money don't fit in your wallet. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, you said $60 in ones, right? I mean. Well, you yeah, ain't going to put $60 in ones in your wallet. You got a fat ass wallet. I'm not, I'm not, I don't do that often, so I don't know. I, I remember one time I was in, uh, I forget what strip club it was. I think I was Onyx. I think it was an Onyx or something like that, and then uh, this cat was throwing money, right? But he was throwing money, I guess, fresh from the bank. So the, the shits was stuck together, and one of them little bricks, it had to be about an inch thick, smacked me on the, brill of my, on the brim of my fitted, like, bah! Just had me looking crazy. Did I was you, so Did you tight. grab it? Hell no, I ain't grab it. I left. <laughs> I left. I was like, let me get the fuck out of here, man, because this is obviously not for me. I ain't throwing this type of money, and I'm obviously in the way. They, they got, they was all. Oh, it was terrible, man. I got if your money it. gone, man, be the fuck gone with it. That's what they say. I done been in a strip club and had strippers huddle up and point me out before. I'm like, nah, don't waste your time. Hey, man, in the Magic City, used to be a, you got to be sipping, tipping, or dipping. That's the thing about the strip club. I'm not a big fan. It's so explicit, man. It's about, you know, it's it's so transactional. Oh, no doubt. You know what I mean? It ain't. Let's not even let's not even let this fantasy linger. Mm-mm. You want to dance? Because it's going to cost you X amount of dollars. Per song. Yeah. And then the strength and the DJ is only going to make you feel worse. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Uh, I've only been to two in my life. Oh, which ones? One in West Virginia. Man. And prior to coming in, they had a sign that said, no fitted caps, no fubu, no Timberland boots. Oh, man. No whites. Basically basically saying no people of color. Was it a real strip club? Yeah. It was like a, a titty well, bar. It was a strip club. Okay. And that's uh, my first. We were, I, was in, I was on a trip with my boys with Whitewater Rafter and all that. Mm-hmm. And we go up in there and. Uh, fresh off a of Whitewater Rafter? Fresh off a Whitewater Rafter. That's a hell of a transitional hell yeah. activity. Got my first lap dance there. All right. Mm-hmm. How do you like it? It was weird because the door was open, so all my friends could see me. They were like, "You was sad. in the room. You were in the back. The room, but the door was VIP. open. VIP. Uh, the door was uh, open." Uh, and she was telling me about her her aspirations while she was giving me a lap dance. Like, I'm trying uh, to be a sports that's a doctor. Weird strip club. And she, and somehow she got got around that I was also a college graduate. So she was asking my advice on college and what to do. That was the bad. They was proud that of you was in bad, that, you know, bad vibe in that he club. On his way to college. And at the time, I was a counselor, so I was giving her like tips on yeah. where to apply and FAFSA and all that. And what was your other strip club? Uh, Magic City, Atlanta. Oh, that's that's now you're talking the real just NFL strip club. Zero to a hundred. Real quick. You know, what was real that quick. experience like? First of all, I didn't spend any money. Well, you didn't experience it. I didn't, no, you, but I, my you friends was did. Spectating. I was spectating, but uh, they were just uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the strip club. Listen, just, man. He said, <laughs> just watching it, just observing. Listen, I heard rumors about the Atlanta strip clubs, and Magic City was it was unbelievable. It lives up to the name. And they were also very polite. The customer service was unparalleled. Hey, they know what to do to get that oh. them dollars out you. It looked like they were trained by, what's that, shoe company, Zoot, whatever. Oh, yeah, Zappos. Zappo, because they, they were just straight customer service. They were very polite, very nice. Zappos. Zappos. Yeah. Zappos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real excellent customer service. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. 
That's my that's my strip club review. The customer service was fantastic. The wings are good in um. Magic I can't City. do. Uh, I didn't think I wings. could do that either. I didn't think I could eat in a strip club until very recently. I went to a strip club in Tampa. Went to Tampa. Went to the uh, to the penthouse club. They had us the the radio people at the radio. One of the people at the radio was like a manager there, and he was like, yo, why are you in town? We was in town doing the shows. I said, why are you in town? Just come through. We'll lay it all out. We'll set it up for you. I said, I bet. And they said, yo, we got great food. You ain't got to pay for nothing. Da, 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 da. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's see what this shit is all about. I got me a ribeye. It was good? Nah. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. But it was... It looked better than it tasted. It it was a little fatty, but it I mean a fucking ribeye in the strip club was crazy. My homeboy got the salmon. I would never order fish in the strip club. That's just weird to me. <laughs> he enjoyed it. Trying to be healthy. Yeah, I guess. You know. I but, just uh, uh, well, actually no. I, I you and I did a show at a strip club one time in Queens. I mean in Brooklyn. Remember that? Was it? But it wasn't active. It was, but oh, oh, remember that? Shit, did with crystals. Yeah, crystals. Shout out to crystals. We did a show at a strip club, a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, that shit was ridiculous. ridiculous. It was like, it was kind of like they had the subs in that night. <laughs> it was definitely the B team. Yeah, it's definitely, it wasn't there, there, yeah. We had a good show, though. It was fun. It was, yeah, a good fun. show. They were, yeah. paying they were a very attentive crowd. They were like mm -hmm. listening to the jokes and they would clap at the tags. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that we did that. Hilarious. Over on Avenue P. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a funny one. <laughs> It was, it was called the body shop underneath. It had a, it was like an auto body shop in the bottom. And I thought it was called Crystal. It was called the body shop? The, I think Crystal's was that. It was a two-floor establishment. Okay. okay. And the body shop was right down beneath. Yeah, man. I forgot all about that. That was funny, man. Comedy would take you all types of weird places. Oh, yeah. Man. Actually, Thanks. speaking of comedy and the strip clubs, I went to Cabo last year. Oh, okay. And I uh, popped by a strip club, and we ended up calling this place U-Turn. Because it was terrible? We literally walked in and did a U-Turn. Like We literally walked in and looped right out. Wow. Dude, it looked like a drug hideout. Uh... It looked like just straight, like some underground, like lair. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. I mean, drug hot out for who? Drug users? Both. Because <laughs> you call the strip club the drug dealer cafeteria. No, it was the office. The office. Yeah. Oh, that's where they get you know, business from, done? Nah, nah, you don't really get business done, but like, you know what I'm saying? When you're in the lifestyle, it's three o'clock in the morning, ain't really shit else to do. You got a pocket full of money and shit. You know, you could always go to the office. And then it'll be the who's who of the streets, you know what I mean? So any corner you look in, it'll be a crew from a certain part of town or a certain area or a certain type of life. You know what I'm saying? You might have the robbers over there and, the, you know what I'm saying, the big timers over there. You know what I mean? So you can go around the room like good fellas and, and point out who's who. Mm -hmm. Foot soldiers are in there, right. yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, and, and back then, that was before they let everybody in the strip club. It wasn't like a, no girls in there except for the dancers. And then... I've understood that. You know what I'm saying? So it was really just the fellas, you know what I mean? And and really, you could tell who was getting it by how they were spinning and, and which dancers was at which tables. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So if the stars was at your table and y'all spent a lot of money and you got your food and you got chicken wings and conk and you know what I'm saying? And you got it popping over there. You got bottles. Then everybody want to know, well, who was them motherfuckers over there? So, you know what I'm saying? That's, that was almost like, you know what I'm saying, marketing and promotion. You go to the office to let niggas know we getting it over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, that's, that's, that's just how it was back then. It's not the same Which no Which table were you, were you hanging out at? Depends on which time it was. Because <laughs> the whole point is sometimes you come in struggling. Y'all got a few dollars, white T-shirts on, you on the grind. And... In your in your head, all you saying is shit. When we we gonna go out of town, when we come back in this bitch, 
You know what I'm saying? We're going to let motherfuckers know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it is, it is almost aspirational at that point. It's like, okay, yeah, they're getting it over there. Wait till we get, get back. back. Wait, till, Wait get till, back. till we get back. Negro statistics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he popped six bottles. You know, but, but, see, but see, that's how the, that's how the rumors get going. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's how the talk get going because, you know what I'm saying, you have all the main dancers, and then they'll go around spreading all, oh, yeah, yeah, the motherfuckers in here spinning last night. You know what I'm saying? Your name get good out in them streets. And it's basically social equity. Yeah, social equity then because, you know, when you want to go make some moves, a lot of times cats are already have heard about you. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to work with you when your name ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this? I heard you was in the strip club looking like a chaperone. <laughs> and your name ain't nothing. Nobody want to work with you, you know? So. I, yeah, every time I've gone to strip club, I just literally just hung out. I got a little cranberry juice. <laughs> and... Uh, I'll just hang out. Yeah, but so. that's cool too, though, right? Because Magic City had a actually had a door charge. You paid a cover charge for the that door. Ain't nothing. That is, that's just, that's you know? just make sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They knew, I, you know. But you, you know. could just hang out, have a little. Yeah, you wasn't loitering. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, loitering. Wasn't, yeah, you, you were sipping. Yeah. You, so you got to be sipping, tipping, time. or dipping. I'll, I'll take, take I drink time. that I let, drink I so I slow. It. I let, nah, not even the drink. I let the everything walk past at least one time just so I could see everything. All your options? Yeah. Cause I ain't spending a whole lot, so when I do, I need this shit to be. I'm going. I'm gunning for the best. What's, what what's the, one and done. Gunning for the best. <laughs> one and done. I've never been invited, but what's the rule on going with your lady? Like, are you guys, if it came up, would you guys go with your lady? Or was that a? Yeah, you could that go. A, I've done that before. Is that ruined the fantasy? My lady ain't going. Man, I did that when I was like we was dating. We're she still, ain't going. Yeah, it, it, you don't. And really then I'm, I'm like that. I said, I'm from the era where you, it wasn't. It ain't even no fun. Like you know, what I'm saying you going in there and it's it's girls in there. It's like a regular club. It ain't even that. It's not even the same environment. You know what I mean? Like I said, for for us, it was it was the office. You know, it, so should, it was just with with a little with a little eye candy sprinkled around. But most mainly, it was you know what I'm saying. Place of debauchery. Yeah, it was it was. The homies. Yeah. It was like men should be men. Right. In the you know, strip club. No one be looking over getting judged. The, the, the last. So that's what you like? Uh-huh. <laughs> or what happens too is girls will come that are strippers, but they be off duty. And they just go just to really like stir the pot. Stir so the pot. So they'll throw a bunch of money and make you look crazy. You know what I mean? Shorty throwing all that money. Where y'all at? Y'all ain't. You know, DJ, look at them. Look at them shorties over there throwing money. Where y'all at? Y'all ain't throwing no money. Yeah. Little do you know, it's an inside job. Yeah, it's an inside job, yeah. It's the hype man. You got you to gotta control your own environment. You yeah, So You can't get caught up in what, you know what I'm saying, what the scene doing. You got to control your environment. Yeah, man. And, you know what I'm saying? That's just one of them places where you, you let the streets know how you control your environment. It's amazing too how body art can accentuate certain certain things. I saw tattoos on certain women. I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't think tattoos could be that, for lack of a better word, sexy. <laughs> for lack of a better word, yeah. what was the real word? I don't, I, do I sound uncomfortable? <laughs> nah, you, <laughs> you sound nervous. I right. do sound nervous. I don't talk sexually a lot. It's not my thing. You, you know what I mean? You miles away from Magic City. You're I know nervous. It's not my lane. Yeah. <laughs> What they do to you in the Magic City, man? Oh man! First time I went to Magic City it was back in the day, early '90s, and that was the the first legendary, the first legendary stripper that made a booty clap. It was, <laughs> it was Are you like, the, yeah, it was the first one, and she was famous. She was name? famous up and down. I don't remember her name. She, just, she was just the one that made a booty clap in the Magic City. <laughs> Ask anybody from the early 90s, they'll know exactly. Ask like Dominique Wilkins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Andre Risen. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Deion Sanders and shit. Ask all the ballers from back then, they'll tell you. <laughs> oh, 
I just, I just want to, I just want to be there to witness the mayhem when that first happened. Just the, the silence in the crowd. Just let's hear this. Nah, it don't even be silent. You just all out the blue. You just they, like, just the to be is? there for that moment. You know what I mean? That sounds like a great thirty for thirty. ESPN. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a definitely a thirty for thirty dirty moment. For dirty. A dirty thirty. Dirty dirty. The yeah. dirty thirty. We all just stopped and, and it's a just, damn shame. She should have at least a plaque. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. She should be on the hall of, on the wall of fame. Something. Cause yeah, she man. she she changed the dynamics of strip club marketing. Have like a bust with just a butt cheeks. Yeah, That's terrible. By the way, for our listeners, D was using his hands to describe the bust, just as an FYI. Bust. <laughs> anyway, speaking man. Of that, speaking so of that, okay. what? Okay. Speaking of what? What you talking Atlanta. About? No, just I saw the uh, I saw Dr. King. Selma. Oh, Selma! Yeah. You went and checked it out, huh? What you think? It was dope because Ava mm-hmm. came out for a Q and A. Yeah, right, right. Oh, that's dope. Where, where, where was it? It was at the Museum of the Moving Image. Oh, right, right. In right. Queens. That's and dope. Brandon, I forget his last name. He was the cinematographer. He was uh-huh. up in there. Bradford Young. Bradford Young, yes. Yeah. That's he your people. Mm-hmm. He was in there, and uh, I didn't expect it to come out. I yeah. got there, and then you know we got these flyers, and they were like, "Yo, Ava's gonna be here." I was like, "Oh, that's Ava dope. in them streets, yeah, bitch, she trying came to out. sell it through." But that's that's what we were talking about, man. She she has been on the ground with that shit. And beyond just being a filmmaker, she'd be out there pushing and trying to set up that distribution model for herself. Because she started as a publicist. Right. Mm -hmm. Prior to filmmaking. So Mm -hmm. she probably knows her way around that environment, how to, you know, push things and... So did they come before or after the film? After, after the so film. So was there a big Q&A with a lot of people were asking questions? Yeah, a lot of questions and a lot of people just, it was all like just, the movie The movie was so nuanced. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And when you, hear, when you hear Ava talking about it, you realize how much context went to the film. Mm-hmm. Like as she was talking, I started learning so much about the film, I was like, oh damn. Mm. Well, that was one of the main things you learned. So for example, because of, the, because of King's uh, estate, Mm-hmm. You can't use his speeches in film. So Ava wrote all the speeches that were used in the film. Mm. Oh, so they were just brand new speeches. And she wrote them. Wow. You know, and you listen to them, you're like, this sounds like a king speech. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, and then, you know, there's a scene in there. I don't want to spoil anything, but... She got them bars. Ghost yeah, she writing. got bars, man. Ghostwriting civil rights speeches. She got bars. And she's also very progressive, too. Like, just the, you know, justice and dignity. She's all about that. Like, I would hope so. Selma. So. Did us now. And she was talking about how, you know, her previous movie was... Two hundred thousand, and this one was a. Uh, what was it? The um, she did middle of nowhere for two hundred k. Uh huh. And summer was twenty million. Nice. So oh, they damn. got to stretch out. Yeah. And it was the same crew. Bradford shot. Bradford correct. Middle right? of nowhere too. Correct. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, Ava, when we gonna be able to get middle of nowhere on some type of stream? It's actually hit, anybody. It's hitting, I, it's hitting iTunes. I think next week. Okay. Uh, okay. Ah, you got the yeah, answers. Yeah, I went, I went home, dude. I went, you got oh, the yeah. answers. Did you invite her to be on the conversation? In the conversation. Um, I should have, but it was a little distance between me and her. Oh, man. You should have said, listen, Ava. You ever see those people that, that be at the Q&A and then they <laughs> ask a real personal question? Like, everybody got questions. Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Diddy. Could you listen to my beats? Like nigga, sit your <laughs> no, ass. They, they always, they always break their foot. I'm, I'm Justice T. Jones the Third mm-hmm. from Queens, New York, mm-hmm. and I make beats. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry to you know interrupt the whole thing, but I just want to know, man to man, mm-hmm. call you, know, you out if I could give you my beats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't let them get some momentum in the room. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. That's how you do it. That's how. Because now, motherfucker, gotta take the beat. All right, well, I'm gonna listen to it. You know listen, what I mean, motherfucker. Don't, the, the don't no more y'all do this shit. We ain't doing no unsolicited beats here. This is supposed to be. Then you got you got the long winded cast. They're really long winded. Oh, goodness, that, right. the question is more about oh, them. God right. Almighty. 
It'd be a dissertation first. Yeah. And see, I had been in the industry for like the last 15 years, mm-hmm. and I've made 13 movies out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the budget on that one, I would love to see that film. And, and I'm just saying, you know, what's the best way to go about breaking into this thing? First of all, you need to tone down that aggression. <laughs> <laughs> Even your question answer, your question asking is just a little too, too like. But I've been out here a long time doing this. I dig this. it, brother. I dig it, but just tone it down, brother. That's but see, you could say that because you on the TV. Uh huh. You right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and they beat you down, uh-huh. berate you. Uh-huh. <laughs> isn't that isn't that how Bob got on? A little Bob out. Then he just show up at a. Uh... Nah, nah. Concert. The they concert freestyled on stage. Oh, okay, That's okay. That's a whole different thing, man. Yeah, well, a couple people got on like that, you know, attacking the, the featured act. Didn't and big, then, big Sean do some shit like that? Big what was kind of set up, though? It was kind of set up. He came, one of his mans was like, yo, oh, Kanye yeah, okay, here, yeah. come through, right, spit right, for right. him or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, Patrice O'Neill, I think, got on like that. He was at an open mic, and he thought the dude was, cra- I don't know, thought the dude was trash. I think he heckled the dude. And then uh, they was like, if you're so funny, you should come up yourself. But I don't think he came up that night. I think he came like the next night or next time. And he mm. became a fucking I'm gonna go prepare. standout comic. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, speaking of that, what I thought was pretty dope. There's a, I don't know if he was performing. I don't think he was performing. I forget who the act was. But somebody was performing and Kendrick Lamar was in the audience. And like the, the um, <clears throat> dude that was performing was like just, you know, just passing the mic. Mm-hmm. Freestyling or whatever, see who gets busy and and battling cats, but slaying them a little bit, but like a playful slaying, like cat would throw his couple balls and the crowd like ah, right. then the featured actor say hunter, and he'd be like oh, and then that guy was bodied. So it comes to Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar gets that mic and destroys. This is him when he's first starting out, like when yeah, this before he was on. He just <laughs> destroys, like he was ready. Like whoever gave him the mic, because I don't remember who it was. Was very upset at that moment. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Why? All right, cut the goddamn mic. All of this goodwill. Now I told you the screen. Now screen play my hit. Now I bet you ain't got one of these hits. Mm-hmm. I love myself. <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this on YouTube? Like, is this yeah, on? it's on YouTube. It's, it's, it's some footage out in the world. That's how I found it. Hmm. You know, I be in them, them internet holes, finding all types Watching of weird. Watching the entire shit. Finding some of the weirdest shit. We'll talk about it, man. Just some <laughs> weird shit, though. Um, but Ava was great though, man. She was dope. That's dope, man. So it's, it's worth seeing. Yeah, you got to check out some. I, I got to see it a second time actually. Because no after you, after you hear her talk, you start to see the movie differently based on how she she's very meticulous. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Check it out. And Homeboy pushed the movie. The actor, the guy who played Doctor King, uh-huh. mm-hmm. he was the guy that had actually pushed the project into like being made. He yeah. actually pushed his hairline back, as we said last. As we week. said last week, yeah. <laughs> and he made that a point to let people know, like, listen, this is just for the movie. <laughs> just so you <laughs> just know. so you know, this is just for the movie. You know what the mean? pushback is real. <laughs> but they couldn't use any. They couldn't use any King likenesses. It was all like they couldn't use any like footage of King. It had to be all kind of. I was about to say because the dude they got playing King don't really look like King. He didn't even had a King part. It's funny because he ain't even had a king part. It's king, funny. that was his part, wasn't that? Or was that a Paul Winfield <laughs> affectation? I feel like King had that part first. Yo, people are coming to King seriously, man. King like, is king. King is king. Like, hold on, you didn't even got the part. King is on damn near everybody. It was on at least everybody grandmother wall. And king. in every textbook, yeah. King made. was the guy. Ava said that in her house, Jesus had the same height portrait as King. Yeah. He the same height on the wall. Uh huh. Yeah, that's not about right. But after I thought the same thing, but after you watch the movie for a couple beats, 
he, like, he starts to, to feel like, oh, this dude is king. Okay. okay. Mm. Definitely check it out, though, man. Check out Selma. It was a good movie. Mm, check it out. Coretta's still alive? Uh, she died? Oh, okay. Rest in peace to Coretta. I was curious to see what she thought about the movie. If, you know, if she was there. <laughs> now, that was, a, that was a real actual question. Y'all are acting real. <laughs> we got to get our chemistry yeah, back. Get y'all get This is black. Anyway, happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Any resolutions on the table? Well, I told you I'm trying to cut out sugar. Oh, right. You did back that. on sugar. Um, yeah. man, I'm, tr I'm trying to make money. Ain't <laughs> 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 nothing wrong with that. I can dig that. I mean, I, we got all the other shit covered, but now we just trying to get that paper. Trying to get more money. I don't really go on on record with resolutions. I keep them to myself. My, my on record resolution is just to get into the year next, to get into 2016 is... If I could do that successfully, then I've done everything I needed to do, mm -hmm. you know. And mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, and, and um, on some real shit to to lessen the time. I said this before, but lessen the time between idea and execution. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you come up with an idea, really go out and, and pull the trigger on it. I'll be honest, man. I'm also I'm a terrible I'm a terrible procrastinator. I gotta work on that too. Yeah, man. I'll delay, 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 delay. Let me tell you some shit. This is uh this week in outrage. Uh I don't know if you saw this, but uh, it's a weird piece to be outraged. I was on uh, I was on Bang Bros, right? Uh, it's, a, it's an adult website, and um, they what's, what's it called? Bang BangBros.com. BangBros.com. And I came across a, a trailer, right, for whatever for their latest, you know, upload or whatever, and it was basically it the the the, the title was. Protester has the right to get cock, and uh, get, that was that was Chris laughing in the back. Cock. Get cock, and so it opens up, and you see this like scantily clad, you know, porno star chick walking the streets with a picket sign that says "I can't breath" with like a little e to make it breathe, and she's like "I can't breathe, I can't breathe," and it goes and you know it devolves into a bunch of porno shit, and for other reasons now she really can't breathe. A white woman, a white woman, and a white dude, and it was just like, God damn, you know, was, like was it a was it a promo for a porn? It was a porno. It was a full on porno that that was basically mocking the whole Eric right. Garner shit. Right. And it's like, listen, I don't look to <clears throat> porno to be <laughs> highbrow or but it got it, it was it felt a bit too soon. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. porno stoops. I see the dude fucking in fake Jordans in the porno before. So I mean, they, On they, porno will stoop down to the lowest. Really, oh, man. Low, they, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, damn, that just was that. I felt like that was just a little. Too insensitive, right, right? You know, that's some bad taste. Yeah, it was just super bad. It was tacky as hell. Uh, porno sensibilities, yeah. All porno oh, no, sensibilities. But it's like bad taste. Yeah. Poor decorum. Yeah, I tweeted about it. That shit got a lot of retweets, but nothing, nothing's happened. People picked up the story, but that ain't porn. It's a, you know, I thought about it too. You can't really. Um, it's really hard to like take porno to court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Porno already is a judgment. Well, what was you doing there? You know what I'm saying? Already is that. And then nobody wants to be, you know, porno names. You know, it's the people versus booty talk 100. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's not going to work out. So I think porno is one of those things where it kind of, it kind of, it's, it's its own loophole. 
I even I even watch, I was reading an article. I think it was on. I was actually on Boss Up. They they wrote about it. Shout out to Boss Up. And uh, in the, in the comments, one dude was like, "I mean, porno. You know, they just do what they want to do. It's kind of like comedy. They can get away with whatever they want to get away with." I was mm-hmm. like, "Ah, it's interesting. What do you think?" Yeah, that's what they. I mean. Who's I guess Chris Rock said that he was in the business of offending people. And then I was watching this uh video that was going around, I guess I got it last night about uh um shit Steve Harvey says and they I tra- saw that too. They tried to break down all these insensitive statements that Steve Harvey says was like shit, he's a fucking comedian. That's what he do for a living. Where was it from Family Feud or just from Nah, the just from entire? different interviews. It was it looked like from the promo was, run from the book. It was his views on atheism, his views on homosexuality. And they just took each clips pertaining to those issues. Wow, yeah. I've he's been having an assault on him since uh, "Think Like a Man" the book came. Right, out. I think that that whole thing was Put the, the run from the head. book, and you know, but it was you know he a comedian. He's been saying what the fuck he want. You know what I'm saying? He gonna continue to say what the fuck he want. You take it or leave it. I'm sure you could take some snippets of this podcast already, and there's some make some sound bites offensive. out of it. Yeah, hey, fuck it. Listen, the thing is, you're gonna offend somebody if you speak your mind. My thing right. is this: as long as you could walk it back, as long as the intent wasn't malicious, you know, you should be able to say what you feel. And if it if it does offend somebody and it, and it, and it promotes a dialogue, then that's for the better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think a lot of times people are so afraid to uh, to offend. Or once the offense is flagged, I'm offended. That is the end of the conversation. I'm offended. Get rid of this person. Cut their money off. Blah blah blah. Right. But it's like, well, let's talk about why you are offended. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if 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 it wasn't meant to offend, you know, sometimes it's not even meant to offend, but it's just meant to make you think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes comedy gets very uncomfortable, and but at the same time. It makes you travel that feeling to someone else and say, "Yo, this guy said this, or this person said that, or I saw this, and I didn't. I felt a way about that. Well, why'd you feel that way? Because I felt when they said this, you know, most people what they get offended by is very personal anyway. So it's not always universal, you know. Like, where everybody, yeah, where everybody's like, oh, I'm offended too. They'd be like, well, I don't know. I think that shit was kind of funny. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. I think people also sometimes on both sides they take things personally. Mm-hmm. Like they'll take it as a personal attack on them when the comedian or whatever is doing just doing something. A lot of times we're trying to flush out an idea. Yeah, and they wasn't thinking about you. When wasn't they thinking it. about you know, and the joke does joke comes out and a certain wording that comes off as offensive because we didn't really get a chance to. But what about when you it. when you got it down pat? When you got it down pat, you kind of know. Like the thing is, I think Chris Rock said this, and it's it's true. Like a comedian's not going to do a joke again and again and again. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it might be that night that somebody in the audience wasn't feeling it. And mm-hmm. it's probably always been that way. It's probably mm-hmm. been a joke that it definitely gets a, oh, but then the, the joke will resolve itself or it, it's done for effect or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because oftentimes what happens is when people are offended, it's taken out of context. You might see just a clip of what was going on. It's put into the internet. It's put, put it to a blog. And it's like, yo, I was upset about this. Right. It's totally out of context, and it's, the spot has been stirred, and it's like boom. See, right. you know. But I'm saying I've seen comedians, um, you know, offend in a show. Yeah. You know, without without the you know the internet chiming in, just inside of a show, mm-hmm. just say some wild shit and offend. You know, what I'm saying a portion of the crowd, and then they you know. 
they pretty much tank after that. Oh they, yeah, motherfuckers be like, Paul, Paul Mooney. <laughs> plenty of people. That's the that's the that's the risk you take. You could right. always lose them at mm-hmm. any point. Mm-hmm. You know, at any point, you could be killing. Say that wrong thing, and now you're trying to come back for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> and it could happen, or it might not happen. <laughs> And then I think sometimes too, like I think people, you, you you say a certain joke to set a tone for the rest of the set. Like people look at certain jokes as an isolated statement, but sometimes you you'll say something to set the tone for what you're trying to talk about. Like in film, if you're doing a shot, right, Ali? Like if you're gonna set, you may do something a little risky to set the tone for the film, or mm-hmm. to give it a certain context that you want the audience to get into before they get into the actual story. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, people take things personally, though. I mean, but people are personal. Yeah, people watch things personal, yeah. you know. But you know what, man? When you you know, sometimes you gotta understand when you come out, and it's not to excuse it or dismiss it, but it, you know, when you come out to something like a comedy show or something like that, you gotta you kind of gotta have in mind that the one these are jokes, but then two, there may be some things said that you're not gonna agree with. You know what I mean? This wasn't this material wasn't written with you particularly in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you like it, but there's a good chance you don't like it. So could the same same thing be said about the, the, the porn? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, you know, shit. You know, I was I, I'm upset because I felt like it was too soon. But again, like I mean, fuck, I'm gonna stop fucking with porn. It's a it's a hilarious idea because you can, to make a statement like you said, even if you became a sportsperson against that video, <laughs> yeah. The first question is, well, what were you doing? What were you doing? What? Watching BangBrothers.com. Um, I was actually no. <laughs> I mean, I saw that. I saw that clip pass by. On just a regular feed, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, I guess it had went mainstream, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> but um, it wasn't on Bang Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been pulled. It's, you know, what, what, what show you say you was on the, the Cock Brothers? What the? No, what, I didn't what, say what, that. What, the what bang, did you say? Bang, bang Bros. Bang Bros. Bang Bros. <laughs> I think they started. They, they got notoriety because they would do the whole van thing. Yeah. They would pick up people on the street, quote unquote. They pick them up on the street in a van. And they would film their stuff inside the van. I seen some shit like that on Vice. Yeah, maybe it was, it was a probably story them. about them. Yeah, it was probably them. Yeah, because that's their, that's like their claim. That's their claim to fame. That's how they started their <clears throat> situation, you know? Anyway. That shit crazy. So what's up with you, man? What's going on, Muhammad? Ah, uh, man, shit, it's 2015, man. We about to um, elevate the game, move to a new space, um, re-up, reinvest. Got to get a bunch of new, uh, the new cameras came out and shit. So switching the game up on people, man. Cannons? New cannons? Nah, Canon, Canon moving slow right now. Sony's got all the new shit. Sony dropping the two new cameras. That's pretty much game changing right now. For real? Yeah. Canon dragging their feet with the technology. They probably waiting to see what everybody else put out before they. Nah, it ain't. You don't. Ain't, I think. I think they realize they behind the eight ball right now because they dropping the prices real low on some of the some of their marquee cameras, which pretty much signals that they're probably gonna come with something, but. They already they just releasing these new cameras, but they they just left out a lot of features that a lot of people are putting in these cameras now. And then Sony just dropped in and said, "Ha, here you go, have at it." Mm. Yeah, I got a little I got a little Panasonic joint. Mm-hmm. Which, Which one? I got the GH3. Yeah, yeah, the GH3. That's dope. That's good. The G. I wanted to get the GH4, but it was you know a little outside my price point. Mm-hmm. Damien, what you got? You make that back. What I you got, got a Canon. <laughs> Uh, Canon uh, S110. <laughs> Supporting shoot. Baby. Power shot. 
Nah, it ain't a power shot. It's a, <laughs> is it a power? I don't think it's a power shot. It's official point and shoot. It's official. I ain't out in them streets. I ain't got no seven. Yeah, yeah. No shit like that. See, that's our business. So, you know what I'm saying? We got to stay on top of this shit. Man. And um, so we're going to jump on jump on a couple of new things to put ourselves ahead of the curve a little bit. And uh, just keep shooting, man. That's you good, know. though, man. Yeah. That's good, though. Changing the company, too. All right. Changing so, the oh, changing the company. Mm-hmm. Changing everything from the pr- production side to um, thorough, thorough media. So you catch us at thorough.nyc. Oh, write that right down. now? Not yet, mm-hmm. but soon come. All right. What else is cracking? A lot. That's of stuff, work, man. man. That's it, man. It's putting in this work, man. We got the web series coming. What you watching get, and get grown. inspired? Like, what do you, what you, what you um, living like? I'm um, watching a lot of a lot of shit that's not mainstream on TVs, like a lot of digital shit. So, um, I'm I'm watching closely what Netflix is doing with their original content. I watched you know the whole series of um, Transparent on Amazon. They got a new um, original series called Transparent. What's that about? It's about a um, a, a middle aged father coming out as a, a trans gendered person oh i heard about this yeah the writing is crazy it's the same lady who um was writing and executive producing on six feet under so wow. it's that that kind of feel like family real family drama type of situation but it's funny as fuck so been watching that just peeping her writing this writing style um you know caught up with you know a lot of the the um i watched the um i went back and watched the whole marathon on uh <laughs> breaking bad <laughs> Oh, oh classic! I watched it. I was sick during the holidays, and I just sat. I was watching a Breaking Bad marathon for like three days. Yeah, that shit is official. So, so that was that was re inspiring. I missed the Wire um, marathon. Yeah, man. HD. That had cat. I was sitting on the couch. We talked about this what two weeks ago, something like that. I was sitting on the couch like it was twelve years ago. <laughs> That's how good that that it still mm-hmm. holds up. Yeah, it still holds up. So I, I, I missed that one. Um, what else? We watching um, high maintenance. The Wire versus Breaking Bad. Who you got? Ooh, I mean, two different reasons why I like them. Got to pick one. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna have to go with The Wire because okay. it's more personal to me. You know what I'm saying? Breaking Bad was just intriguing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was more intriguing because you didn't know none of that lifestyle, then you didn't know the chemistry and all that type of shit. So it was intriguing. But The Wire is something that was more close to home and personal. So. I will have to go at the wire except for the doc season. The doc season wasn't that bad on the rewatch. On the rewatch. On the rewatch, dog. <laughs> on the rewatch, rewatch it. On the rewatch. And it was funny because I was on my Twitter, like the Twitter feed, everybody was like, you know what? Season two ain't too bad. I thought right. it was t- like, cause it, you know, it's it's introduced, especially somebody that's never seen the wire when you say, yo, you should watch the wire. Mm-hmm. I'ma tell you now, uh, season two gets a little slow, it gets a little left. Right. But when you watch it again, right. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's because, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times, you know, the shows set things up. And when you've already, when you've watched the whole series, yeah. you know where it's going. And you know, you know what I'm saying, how everybody's going to evolve. But when you're going through it, it's like, man, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> it, take you on a, it takes a sharp turn. Yeah. But it was cool, man. It's popping with you, man. The doc- I started watching Louis. Oh, okay. just started? Yeah, I saw season one when it first popped out. Then I took a break. Mm-hmm. Now I got back on season two and three. And 
It's a great show. Hell yeah. Did you watch the episode, the three-part <laughs> episode where he's going for the- um, Late night? Yeah. Ah, man. You, you put me on to that. Man, that shit is- That Classic. is the realest shit I've seen in a long time, baby. Mm. You want to get inspired. You check that out. Louie, mm. I forget. I think it's called Late Night or The Late Show, and it's mm-hmm. a three- Three episode arc. That shit is all that. If you're trying to do something in life, like <laughs> fuck with that, cause he like he's tapping into a lot of different things. You know, as far as you know, fear. If he can do this, um, getting going, conditioning, like, going to the next level. Yeah, taking it to the next level. If you I think need it, to rewatch that yeah, shit, cause that's where I'm at right now. 2015. Yeah. Take it to the next level. Next, go check that out. Next level shit, man. Yeah, cause you could get comfortable, man. Like. I, the biggest thing that I realized about 2014 for myself was that I was comfortable, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I allowed the game, I allowed my business to run itself, you know what I'm saying? I didn't push, I didn't sell. I mean, we we got caught up into some big projects early on in the year. So we we took on projects that took longer to do and they were bigger. So we were busy, you know what I'm saying? Like we did 56 projects this year, but... I realized that out of those 56, you know what I'm saying, I didn't initiate none of them, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. which is a problem for me, you know what I'm saying, because, because you know what I'm saying, it's like if the game changed or if the phone stopped ringing, you know what I'm saying, I haven't, I haven't put anything in the world that can make my business grow on its own, yeah. you know what I'm saying, so... I'm dedicating all of this year to doing that, to dealing, just just getting back in the streets and doing the stuff that I really enjoy doing. I love the projects, but I also I love conceptualizing and putting together the the, the project and the deal even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I love just coming up with it out of the air and dropping it on the table and making it all make sense and then getting it done. That's that's the exciting part about what we do. And when you just when you just let the game go, <clears throat> you you make you make moves, you make projects, but you know you're not having as much fun. You should put one of your projects up on the in the conversation Facebook page so the fans can see get a glimpse of what you do. You know what I mean? Kind of put things in context because they hear about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they they I've seen some response where they mm-hmm. like. So I'm saying like, well, what what exactly does <laughs> does he do? We want to see the work. Like yeah, you yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it. I so mean, yeah, share and, and with and the people. I will share with the people. It's, it's weird because you know what I'm saying the work that we do. You know what I'm saying it is. It goes in so many different corners of the world, you know what I mean? And that's another thing that I want to want to work on this year is, you know what I'm saying, doing shit that 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 can go into one space. Because I might do something way over here in fashion, you know what I'm saying, and then do something way over here, you know what I'm saying, in Brooklyn. And you may not want to watch neither one of them shits, but they each have their own specific audience. Everything is very specific. And what I want to do is try to get – get back to producing for an audience as opposed to a client. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what's up. You know, and just speaking on Louis, Louis very much about that. Mm-hmm. You know, Louis, his show, like he basically put that together. Right. Um, and just the writing of it, like the situations he puts himself into, you sit back and go, how the hell did he write that? You know, it reminds me of Curb sometimes, the way he, the situations he puts himself into. But I think it's, I think you're right, Lee. I think it's harder to do that I think people would rather wait for a client than go out and push their own type of Because mm-hmm. I mean, because it's, it's, it's comfortable. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get a big client with a fancy name and a, and a nice little invoice to attach to it. It's like, shit, why not? Right. But 
the the joy and the growth comes in dropping your own things. A lot of the clients that I get are because of you know some of the original things that we've done. You know what I mean? So we just want to get back to that, and, and I think that'll take us to a new place. Mm-hmm. And that you know, each time you go to a new place, is a whole different journey and adventure that goes along with it. It's just time to get on a new, get back on the road with it. I think it's a good idea to post some stuff on the, in the conversation page. Yeah, I put, one, I put one of my skits up too. Yeah, yeah, Let people yeah. see, you know, some of our stuff. Mm-hmm. The people out there, man. Shout out to the people that's been following. Right you know, shout out to the people that's been shouting it out, that's been listening. Because there was one guy on one of the podcast comments. He was he was like, is Vlad funny? I want to see some of his stuff. Yeah. I'll put some stuff You up. funny? I think so. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm hilarious. No doubt. Um, <laughs> but you can't take it personally, for better or worse, Ali. I see you change your profile on um, the Facebook. Yeah, I changed it. I, I wanted. I was. That's always indicative of something going on, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's make it's a spiritual moves. change happening. <laughs> I guess it was. It really wasn't even that it's deep. Time. It really wasn't yeah, even that sad. deep. It was just I I'm had a, that same photo up there for well, years, and it was like uh, I put that up. The thing about Facebook is you can't like make a this. And I guess it's a good and a bad thing about Facebook. You can't really make no moves in the dark on Facebook. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just put some shit up and then be like, I don't. If I really want to go with that, I mean, you can, but everybody chimed in by the time you you was like, ah, well, you know, which is a good thing because sometimes you don't need to overthink. And right. at the end of the fucking day, it's a picture. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's for picture. me, it's because you're not the biggest Facebook like head. Yeah. So when you change your picture, I was like, oh, it's, I was is like, he is reinvested he, in what's Facebook? What's going on? Everything all right? Is he? Yeah. Yeah, Every so often, I see people that are great on Facebook that makes me be like, damn, maybe I should jump back into this. You know, I do it how I do it, but uh, you know, it's not really my biggest. Facebook is my the new platform. Facebook is the new office. All this social media shit is is the same thing. What I was saying the about strip the strip club, when everybody had their little corner and they made certain moves so yeah. that everybody could see that they making moves. That's what social media has become for a lot of, of people. You know what I'm saying? You drop some new shit out there just to get get it stir up the pot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep your name in the conversation. Keep your name in the mix. You know, and they all got their own like, like you said, they all got their own tones and things. I've heard people say Instagram is like going out on the block, like you know what I mean. You showing what you got on, you taking your little <laughs> photos, showing where you been, you know, mm-hmm. talking your shit. You know what I'm saying? Facebook, I've always felt like it's definitely, it's uh, <clears throat> it's the people who know you best or who you know best. Your right. grandmother on Facebook, right, you right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. Twitter is definitely. Just talking shit. That's the right. cafeteria table. That's wherever. That's the that water cooler. That's the, you know. That's the barber shop. Yeah. You know, it's different sensibilities for all of that. And I think when you, when you know that, you could probably navigate a little better through it. But you got it. But the thing about it that I, I realized, realized is a while ago. But all of them platforms, once you sign up to the, you know, you kind of got to commit to it. You don't want to have a dormant platform. Unless you just go all the way, just close it down. Don't just have something open and not really be active in that community. I mean, I, I you you can, you can, but it don't. I mean, it makes no sense. It it, it it makes no sense for everybody else involved. But sometimes, sometimes for my, myself personally, you know, get your lurk on. Not my lurk. Get it's just sometimes. Sometimes you have to sit back and observe what's going on around you first. You know what I'm saying? Because you you could be going in the wrong direction. Then what's really you know on, what I'm on the pulse, right? Yeah, yeah. So you you want to be like I said about controlling your environment. You want to control your environment, but at the same time, you don't you don't want to be an asshole about it. Because one thing that I, I've learned growing older 
You know what I'm saying? Now you you it's a certain point where you hit that OG status where the social media ain't you know all shits and giggles like that with every you know what I'm saying? Like say if you you been following something and it's shits and giggles and shit, and you chime in, you be like, wait a minute, OG, what? you know what I'm saying? It's almost like the old man in the club. So you have to kind of re re reinvent your um your personality online accordingly sometimes, and 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 that's just me because I'm I'm seeing it that way. Um, because I, I've hit that point where, you know what I'm saying, you can't play with a lot of young people on the social media like you used to before. You know what I mean? It's just different. Mm. And some people are just too much, man. Like, it's just too much too much content, too much volume. There's days where you go on Facebook and it just seems like it's endless. I, there's days where I get off. I don't I don't go back on for like a, a couple of days. And it's, it's your prerogative. It feels like noise. It's it feels people. like noise. It's prerogative. It's prerogative. It's people. It's like the train. It's like everywhere else that's public. It's just, you know, it's gonna be some weird motherfuckers. It's gonna be some right. people that are just O D extra. There's right. gonna be some people that don't say anything and you know, but you just gotta find your place in that world. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Like, you know, that's the thing. Like when I say people you you kinda there but not there, it it just it feels weird. It's always felt weird to me on Facebook from the door where and I'm guilty of this, just collecting friends. Where you're, it's like it's like you in the elevator with a ton of people that you know, and you don't say shit to them. You, you know what I mean? You yo gather their friendship. Hey, let me add you as a friend, but I'm never gonna say anything to you. But I just want that as part of the friend count, or you know, it's just it's just it's. I mean, you get what you put out, right? You get what you put out. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like it's okay to I I I step back sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying, but I'm not. I'm never going away. Right. I mean, I keep it. I keep it going. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I step back to re- readjust. Okay, who am I going to pay attention to? Because sometimes, you know, your your situation changed. Where you, all right? I want to. I don't want to be shits and giggles today. I want to fucking be inspired. You know what I mean? And sometimes you just want to go in there and be shits and giggles. Man, you could do that, right? You could do that. Yeah. So you had to. You know what I'm saying? Gotta be like, I gotta wait till Wednesday to be on my inspirational shit. No, no. I'm talking about not even just what you're putting out. I'm saying what you're ingesting. What you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. What you. What you. You know what I'm saying? What you looking at? Who are you looking at? Facebook is fun. And that's funny about it too, because the thing is, it's like if you click on some shit that you thought was funny, mm-hmm. immediately whoever you clicked on, now they become part of your feed, and then yeah, you're like, do. well, hold on. I ain't want all of this. So sometimes right. you find yourself having to pull that shit out of there. Like, oh, let me get un- get up out of this whole matrix. Right. It was funny once, but yeah. Yeah, that's why you gotta you with Facebook. You gotta you gotta be able to go and find the shit you want. Sometimes you know what I mean, just fuck what's on the feed and just kind of click on some of the people that you that you want to see. There's supposed to be some series on Netflix now. It's called Black Mirror. Oh yeah, I heard I that heard was her. good. Her's supposed to be like the new Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's, it deals with like social media and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I put it, I got it on my queue to watch it, but it deals with like social media and how it affects Netflix Instant. Netflix Instant, yeah. 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 No, I tried to watch one episode. I didn't get all the way through it. I got check. It's dense. I got to get it's into called it. What? Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. Got to do with black people. I know, right? No, no, no it's actually <laughs> white British people. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Check that out. But at the end of the day, these are all platforms, though, right? I mean. Yeah, platforms come and go. Nah, but you know, but it's people don't. You know, yeah, so that's what I, yeah. One one thing that you know I find inspiring lately, what I've been doing is being able to see, you know, what I'm saying people on different ends of the spectrum that that should basically know each other. You know, what I'm saying it, I've been having fun just connecting motherfuckers who I know will work good together, 
And that's, that's been just like a weird thing I've been doing the last couple of weeks that's been working. Yeah. And people appreciate that shit because and business is getting done. It's like, oh, shit, this Instagram shit is crazy. Mm. I, I guess, I guess, uh, I, I, I get too cynical on Facebook, dude. I, I get, I just get my brain just, I, especially people who are thirst trapping. That's, that trans me off. People, people hunting <laughs> for compliments. Yeah, hunting for compliments. Thirst trapping like that? I mean, that thirst trap everywhere. Yeah, Deep sea diving. <laughs> that's always a turn off for me. I just can't, I gotta, I gotta close my browser. They yeah. thirst trap everywhere. Yeah. It kills me. I don't know why I get so like angry about that stuff. Why? I don't know. It's like it's so deliberately, like blatantly, like non-transparent. Like you trying to get compliments. It's like something about that bothers me. I don't know what it is. I gotta, I gotta Maybe talk to my therapist about that. Maybe that's their business model, man. Yeah, I gotta talk to my therapist about that. Maybe that's the business model. They, they, shit, motherfuckers going there and blatantly make it rain on motherfuckers and <sighs> drop bricks on people hats and shit. <laughs> hey y'all, what you think about? Like I saw one thing. It was like. Uh, the one thing that kills me is like when people take these sexy photos and they have like a deep quote behind them. You know, a girl will be like half naked and she'll be like, uh, you know, I can do anything. I can search the sky. I'm like, ain't nobody paying attention to the quote. Hmm. Stuff like that just turns me off. I get, this is the kind of my mind's frame as I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm like, just stop. Right. Yeah, that's why I got to get off because my mind goes to a dark place. True indeed. It's dark, Ali. Yeah, that's what happens when you watch the net. <laughs> Net, the net would take you places. <laughs> D Lemon, you about, you about to go to Texas, right? No, I'm about to go to LA. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'll be there for 10 days. I'm going to Texas. Uh, I'll be there 22nd through the 25th. I'll be at the Arlington Improv. So I'm excited about that. That should be a good one. What's happening on the West? Uh, we're shooting a show. Shooting a show for MTV2. Nice. And to be determined, to be, uh, well, it's, it's coming out, but, it, you know, we gonna, it's in production. We can't sport. talk about it right now. Can't talk now, about it right saying. this second, but what I can tell you. a little too nosy right now. I can tell you this, though. January 14th, Guy Code Season 5 comes back. So yeah, I've been if, seeing the promos on it. If you fuck with that, yeah. Grabbing boobies. DVR, you know what I mean? That's coming back. And, uh, yeah, shit, I'm just out in these streets just working, B. Where you at? I just got. Uh, it's a slow week. I'm not anywhere till next week. I'm at the stand. Um, it's pretty much it this month. I got some like I'm local this month. I'm in Jersey for a gig at the end of the month. Jersey, Hoboken. Then I'm doing something else in Jersey. But uh, yeah, I'm local for the most part this month. Oh wait, no, I got a couple colleges, but it's local for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a pro- small proximity month. Bird, bird for Vlad. Well, Ali is here. Ali is shooting some beauty stuff this month. And then we're gearing up. We're going to be in B&H a lot. And then we're going to shoot All-Star Weekend. We're going to shoot a big All-Star Weekend presentation. So that's that's I'm excited about that. And um, so that's that's going down. Oh, on the twi- I mean, I'm not sitting there. On the 20th, I'm doing a little presentation. We do got a little presentation for Comedy Central. Yeah. I'll, put, I'll put the fly off of that. I'll put it on the, on the page. Hey, That's what's up. All right, well, shit, I think we're going to get the fuck out of here, man, because this was, uh, yeah, unless y'all got something else you want to talk about, uh, we felt like... No, nah, I'm good, man. You got something out of or... All right, well, listen, appreciate y'all listening to this one, you know what I mean? This was interesting. We will be back. I won't be here next week, but we will be back next week and the week beyond, so stick, stay in the conversation. We're going. Peace. <laughs>